This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. There is a lot of talk on the environment front this week for a number of different reasons. There is a conference going on in Vancouver this week about clean energy. It's bringing together governments, private sector, international organizations from more than 25 countries. Uh, So there's lots to talk about there. But also, I think a lot of the, the discussion has focused on something that the Green Party leader Elizabeth May said this week. You may remember she said that Canada should rely solely on Alberta oil moving forward. Have a listen. As we move off fossil fuels, we should only be using Canadian fossil fuels till 2050, which means shutting off imported oil from coming into Canada from Venezuela, Kazakhstan, the United States, Saudi Arabia. We will use domestic oil and gas and diesel as long as we are using them. We'll also build up a massive infrastructure for biodiesel produced from not crops grown to produce a bioethanol, but from used existing sources of used vegetable oil. That is Elizabeth May talking about her ideas this week, but we wanted to get some reaction to it. I mean, is this feasible? Is this something Canada could do? Is this something we should be doing? So we thought we would ask uh, Catherine McKenna, who's the Federal Minister of the Environment and Climate Change and joins us now to talk more about this. Thank you for being here. Great to join your show. What did you think about what Elizabeth May had to say? Uh, Well, look, I have lots of good conversations with Elizabeth May and and we get, you know, we have discussions about different ideas. I I will say it was a bit surprising to hear this uh, suggestion. I mean, look, we need to figure out solutions for Canada. We do have a a climate plan in Canada that we negotiated with provinces and territories and Indigenous peoples that we're working hard on. And we're always looking at new opportunities, including doubling the amount of nature we protect. Um, We just announced uh, $30 million with Bill Gates for a breakthrough energy coalition for breakthrough technologies. I mean, the, the thing, I mean, I think you need to really, when you put these ideas on the table, you need to really think about them hard. I mean, one of the challenges with that is that it seems to lead to the idea that you would have more pipelines because if you're going to get product, it would have to have a pipeline out east. And I don't know how much of an appetite there is for that. Um, Or I guess you're looking at shipping, um, uh, you know, shipping fossil fuels by train. And we all know what happened to Mac Megantic that pipelines, you know, properly done are actually safer. So I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it's good to have different ideas on the table. I mean, my focus really right now is implementing the climate plan that we negotiated with provinces and territories and holding provinces and territories to account for what they committed to. So right now we've seen the Conservative Party, um, Conservative leaders uh, across the country, uh, premiers that are backpacking on commitments, they want to do less on climate change, they want to make it free to pollute. Doug Ford, first thing he did was cut our price on pollution and then cut energy, uh, he, he ended it, and then he cut all these energy efficiency programs that were saving people money. He also uh, cut the budget for environment, their environment ministry. He cut uh, investments to deal with flooding and forest fires and trees. We had Jason Kenney just last week talking about climate change being the flavor of the month. Um, he's also said he's going to remove their price. Well, he brought in legislation to take away the So the first thing I think we need to do is actually do what we all said we were going to do as a country. We made a climate plan. We negotiated for a year. And then we need to 
more ambitious. And today I'm very excited because I'm with Tamara Vrooman. She's the head of Van City um, in Vancouver. Um, and Stephen Guibault, who's a leading environmentalist in Quebec. And they're, they're providing a report to the finance minister and me about how do we do more in the transportation sector? How do we do more with the way we build? Um, we have the zero emission um, vehicle it, incentive. So $5,000, if you're looking at a new EV, it's $10,000 here in BC when you add BC incentive and more energy efficiency in our homes, retrofitting buildings, which creates jobs for contractors. I'm just, I'm curious though, like I know there's lots of good things going on and BC is definitely Mm -hmm. a part of all that, but this idea of using only Alberta oil, isn't that also a benefit for Alberta? Would that not help perhaps bring them along on some of these climate incentives if we made that emphasis? Well, as I say, I just don't know the details of this proposal. Does it, does Elizabeth May support building our pipelines? I mean, I think that that's that's the question, um, because you have to get it out of Alberta. And as we've seen, there are major challenges to to do that. And we, you know, we believe that that we're working hard in the Trans Mountain expansion, which requires the the twinning of the Trans Mountain pipeline. But we've got to do that in the right way. We're now working on consultation and engagement with Indigenous peoples, 100 communities. That has to fit within our climate plan. Um, the hard cap on emission in the oil sands, critically important. Also, the investments that you've made in oceans protections. That you know that we need to be thoughtful as a country and really figure out. Okay, how do we bring folks together? Um, so yes, I'm certainly focused on how do we transition, including how do we help support folks in Alberta who want to take action on climate change. Most of the folks I talk to but also want to make sure that they have a job and that life is affordable. And that's, that's across the board. That's every, that's what I hear in downtown Vancouver. That's what I hear. Um, if I go to, you know, the, the Arctic or if I go to my riding of Ottawa center. Okay. But clearly then there's arguments in different parts of the country, right? Like there's one argument here in BC. It's another argument in Alberta. Uh, How do you win over the people then in places like Alberta and Ontario who are skeptical? Well, look, I mean, I, I, I talk to conservatives. If we're talking about people, I have people in my family who are conservative. I have friends who are conservative. I talk to people who, you know, are, are conservative, but they still want action on climate change. Um, they also care about jobs and the economy. And that's what we need to be showing, that we are thoughtful, that we have a plan for the environment, but also a plan to, to, for the economy. And I think it's really conservative politicians that are playing games. Okay, what but- are they saying? They don't seem to understand that climate change is having a huge impact, that we're now paying, that the property damage has gone up 500% from but, Minister Mickett, that sounds like electioneering, and that's obviously what you're going to be talking about leading up the election. But when it comes to this particular plan, were you not interested in hearing more from the Green Party about this, about whether or not this could work, about other solutions? Yeah, as I say, we are interested in all solutions, and we'll be putting forward our platform as well. But right now, I mean, as Environment Minister, we're focused on implementing what we committed to. Um, That's a plan that includes more than 50 different measures across all sectors. Um, It includes also rebuilding trust in our environmental assessment system. So if you're going to talk about building new pipelines, you need to have a proper process that you can do proper, serious environmental assessments on major projects like pipelines. Unfortunately, the Conservatives, they want to kill that legislation. They seem to have a pipeline plan. So, look, I think there are ideas that are interesting, but I think the question that I would have for Elizabeth May, and I'll talk to her better, I see her all the time, we in fact are on the swim team together, there's a parliamentary swim team, but how are you going to get the product from Alberta across the country? Is she talking about building pipelines? Because 
that is not very, you know, there are complications. But if you could make the argument to say, listen, this pipeline is for Canadian product to be used in Canada only, isn't that a different argument than we need this to sell the product overseas? Uh, Look, as I say, all ideas are useful. We're certainly interested. Um, if, if she is able to get Andrew Shear, um and everyone together to have a discussion about this approach, but I'm not entirely sure that everyone's talking on the same page. But what my focus really is right now is doing what everyone, what we negotiated with provinces and territories and Indigenous peoples, which is taking action, serious and ambitious action on climate change. Um, the plan is now three years in. We're, we're implementing it across the board. Um, unfortunately, we are. And I don't think it's politics. Like, I know that you're, I, I mean, there are conservative politicians. It's just a reality who want us to do less and less, that want to backtrack on the commitments that are part of our climate plan. I don't think that's politics. I mean, it's politics on their side. We're just trying to do what we said to do, we would do with Canadians. I know. But again, like we're all leading up to the election. I have a feeling these are messages we're going to be hearing a lot about. But Minister McKenna, thank you for your time on this today. Always a pleasure. Thanks. That is Catherine McKenna, who is the Federal Minister of the Environment and Climate Change. Oh, I get a sense we're going to be hearing a lot of that same message over and over and over again in the next few months.